0: Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shearer, and my guest is Scott Thomas, Senior VP of Marketing at WorthPoint. Scott, it's great to
1: have you on the show. Hey, Jeremy. Thanks for inviting me. I've been looking forward to speaking with you today.
0: You're very welcome. So tell us a little bit about your background in marketing and about WorthPoint.
1: Sure. My background, I will tell people I'm a career marketer. So I've had the opportunity throughout my career to work in a variety of of different verticals. I started in contact lenses uh, as a brand marketing guy a number of years ago. I don't want to say how many. And from there, you know, evolved to work on Ray-Ban sunglasses and I worked for a Coca-Cola company, which is what brought me to Atlanta. And from there really had the chance to switch to a little bit more digital focus. At Coke, I launched some of our first web-based promotions as well as actually the first code under under the cap Promotion. Oh, really? Powerade as part of part of my responsibility, and at the time we had a bit of an advantage because the cap was larger. Um, although today that's standard fare, but that's really what diverted my career a little bit, or, or guided my career from just a strictly a brand approach to looking at more of a digital approach. Although now I kind of feel like saying digital marketing is sort of like saying radio marketing. <laughs> it it right. is. It is what we do, but that's really where I got that focus. Since the most recently was with Cartoon Network as head of marketing for North America for them. And then at that point, I decided to pivot my career and move to smaller, smaller businesses and helping them grow or helping them establish product marketing or marketing in general. And I was with uh, Autotrader for a few years. They were merging Autotrader, Kelly Blue Book and Dealer.com. From there, went to... uh, fintech firm called Cabbage, which was recently acquired, about a year and a half ago, was acquired by American Express. And then from there, that's uh, how I ended up with WorthPoint. And I've been here just about a year and a half. Okay. Wow. You've
0: had a really wide array of experiences and quite a cool journey. So, And now you're at WorthPoint. So tell us about WorthPoint.
1: Yeah. So WorthPoint is a, a bootstrap company. We've been around 15 years. And for if listeners are familiar with the term bootstrap, just to let you know, you know, we're a startup that never had that big investment from, you know, a, a soft bank or a Morgan Stanley. There's our founder and a few small investors and over time managed the company right out the get-go where we weren't spending out over the tips. So, you know, the mm-hmm. company grew somewhat slowly as a result. And then in the last probably three years, we've really enjoyed just some amazing growth, you know, 40, 50% year over year mm-hmm. consistently. I and mean, that's part of how I ended up here.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. So yeah. now you guys have a podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to report. Yes. And yeah. it's called uh, flip it or skip it. Love yes. that name. Great podcast title. So tell us about the podcast. Like what's the show about and what's the format?
1: Yeah. So, and I could, I could back up just even a little bit on that is let you know what I started with, with WorthPoint, they brought me in to establish marketing as a discipline. Mm -hmm. So the company being slowly grown, you know, they were kind of just homegrown with marketing efforts and and really just focusing on optimizing our databases for organic traffic. And as we started to see that nice growth curve, they brought me in to be more proactive with our marketing. And so Mm -hmm. uh, Again, about a year and a half ago when I first started, two long-term employees, a woman uh, by the name of Dana Crawford and one of our lead editors and, and content creators, Wayne Jordan, came to me. And, and they are both professionals in our space. And I, I didn't mention earlier up front that WorthPoint is a, started out as a price guide. So if you were buying or selling on eBay or collector of antiques or collectibles, you could find what any item uh, sold for most recently at auction and in really in the world, we have a global database of over 650 million items and, and prices. So, our audience is really started out as collectors and antique dealers, and then we kind of grew to uh, resellers. And so, Dana and, and Wayne represent both of those audiences. So, Dana is a was a is a professional eBay uh, reseller, and she has her, her own business called Power Selling Mom, although she is a full-time employee with, with WorthPoint now, but she evolved into that. And Wayne as well, he's got over 40 years experience in the antiques business. He's a licensed auctioneer and has been with Antique Trader and a few others, so he's very well-known in the antiques and collectibles business as well and certainly has a passion for it. So kind of bring around to the original question, you know, how do we get started as they came to me and they said, Hey, we'd love to do a podcast that speaks to people who are interested in antiques and collectibles. Um, and they both have just such an amazing background and deep bench of experience. that I thought that was just a great idea. I and mean, this is really when I was just trying to establish marketing at, 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 worth point. So it was, I wish I could say it was my idea, mm-hmm. but they came to me and said, Hey, we think we could do this. And we talked it through and, And we decided to brand it separate from WorthPoint because both of their experiences, you know, they bring so much beyond just what what they do at at WorthPoint that we thought that it would have a little bit more authenticity and would reflect really the content that they were bringing better if we had it as a separate brand, if you will, or title. So it's Flip It or Skip It is its own podcast, its own website, and then it's brought to you by or sponsored by WorthPoint. Mm-hmm. Okay. and we work hard to make sure that the content is you know authentic information and helpful information for people who are buying and selling antiques or interested in the collectibles industry we try to make it fun the two of them have their kind of very different personalities wayne's a little bit more serious and direct and dana's you know a little bit bubblier and and they just come together in this really fun way and and they bring up really interesting topics each, each week. So we just launched our 56th episode and the, the engagement with it has just been same thing with the company is just tracking beautifully. And we're around 18,000 downloads now, but 2,000 of those happened in the last month. Oh, very nice given of the acceleration that we're seeing, which is, which is nice.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think, and you said you're episode 56, something like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's 56. Right. Yeah.
0: That's great. And it can take a little while for a podcast to catch on. Yes. You you, you can't just quit after
1: a couple episodes if you're not getting the numbers you want. You got to build it over time. Yep. And, and, you know, and we, you know, wanted it to grow organically. And so we didn't put a ton of pressure ourselves or or on Dana and and Wayne as far as, you know, downloads. We kind of kept steady pressure. We supported the social media. We do some pay posts, but a lot of it is just organically supporting the podcast that way. And then we also have a partner, so you know we're available, you know, across over a hundred outlets.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. very nice. You mentioned Wayne; you said he's a, a professional auctioneer. Yes, yep. Yeah. So, does can he do the the auctioneer thing? Like, no, do I see twenty? No, no, no. Can he do yeah, that whole like
1: fast talking thing? <laughs> he can, but I haven't heard him do it lately. So, but yeah, he's 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 written some books as well. So, oh, cool. He, he's he's an absolute authority of the antiques domain and, and industry. Okay. Very cool. That seems hard to do.
0: You know, it's like a a trained skill, but anyway, so now keeping a podcast going for, for that long, you know, into the really anything past just a handful of episodes takes time, effort planning. You need a production process. So Mm -hmm. how do you guys produce describe the, your production process?
1: Yeah. You know, you know, I get, I can't underscore enough how great it was that Dana and Wayne came to me with this idea. And so you know, as I was trying to, to establish the team, what the org structure is going to be, you know, MarTech roadmap, and, you know, a lot of foundational things for the company, you know, they were coming to me with, with a tactic. And so they said, let, we'll do the work. You know, we'll come with ideas on what we want to do each week. And then they talk about it. So, whether it's talking about, you know, reselling concert t-shirts, you know, or to something more antique specific. They'll pick a a topic for for the week and they bring those forward and then they'll record a couple episodes, you know, when they're together. And then we have some help. Wayne does a lot of the editing himself, but we also use a company called Resonate to help, you know, with with the podcast too. So I wish I could say that there was a, a more robust process than that, but it's really these two, you know, talented, you know, domain experts really bringing to me, hey, this is what we're going to do. And typically I'm like, that sounds great, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. let, let, let's check it out. And they just really have done a phenomenal job and they've grown together, you know, which happens with, with podcasts is that as the hosts, you know, get their rhythm, you know, I, I think that the fun and the way that they're bringing the information forward just gets better and better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you 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 don't need a complex production process necessarily. You just need a process that works mm-hmm. and that's sustainable, right? With given the resources you have. And, you know, as I think you've mentioned a couple of times, you have two hosts for this podcast that really make it work. I mean, it's, it's kind of sounds like that's the secret sauce, right? That mm-hmm. the talent that you kind of have in house yep. really is at the core of this. And I think, you know, that, then that's key to any podcast, the hosts really matters. I mean, to your mind, what what attributes do you need in a, in a good podcast host based on your experience with these guys?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think that particularly if you're having two hosts, you know, if, if there's a host like what you're doing and you're interviewing, I think having someone who is finding good good and interesting people to interview and keeping the content via, you know, guests, you know, interesting and and help to keep kind of a, a steady story for, for what we're doing, I think, The base knowledge, of course, is important because we really want this podcast to be a source of information and a place where people can come to learn. But it has to be fun, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it has to be entertaining and finding that right personality mix where they can have a little fun. There's a little bit of laughter, a little bit of banter. That is all comes naturally. You know, we don't script out the fun aspects. You know, there certainly will come up with a topic, you know. Outline what what they want to cover, who's going to cover which pieces, and then they each have their own angle, and I think that makes a difference too. So that it's very clear, at least internally, and then that shows when in the actual podcast itself is that they know the what angle each of them are coming at this, you know, and Dana mm-hmm. coming at it as as a, as a reseller and an eBay seller. And Wayne coming at this as kind of a very uh, scholarly resource and, and knowledgeable person when it comes to antiques and collectibles. And so they're able to have a little bit of fun uh, while they're bringing valuable information to people.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So it sounds but, like they're each bringing a lot to the table and, but, and not kind of overlapping each other too much. Yeah. They're bringing different kinds of stuff with enough in common that it really... The, the sum is kind of greater than the or the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, it sounds like.
1: Yep. Yep. And and I think they have they have developed that rhythm that is important when you have mm-hmm. two posts is that, you know being being able to know when the pause is there for someone else to talk and, and when when they're having fun, but then steering it back to, you know, the content and helping people to understand what the message is. So they they've really you know kind of organically had that It was i think it'd be hard to it would take a would have taken a lot more effort on my part to try and you know seek that out find the two people bring them together you know they are they knew each other already you know so they came to the table with with a lot i, I wish that i could take a ton of credit uh, <laughs> for that but you know they brought it to me and you know i just thought it was a great idea and and they've really just run with it and it's been fantastic
0: Yeah, that's awesome. But I I mean, you know, you deserve some credit for kind of overseeing the whole thing, you know, and supporting them and keeping it going. And, but I think what you say is important about whether it's a single host or co host, just like the energy and the vibe that the host or hosts bring and the rhythm and the pace that they establish. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's really important. Whatever it is, it might be really fast paced and energetic, it might be a little bit more leisurely. But that is one of the important roles of a host. And that's kind of, it's not just what they're saying, but how they're saying it and their delivery and the rhythm of the whole thing. Right? I, I think that's what really important for a good listening experience.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and it, it's, it's a rhythm. You know, we all have our, you know, multiple favorite podcasts and we probably like them, each of them for different reasons. But part of, you know, why you come back is because there's something there that resonates with you. You know, and, you know, like I said, whether it's purely the content or the way that the stories are told or the way that the interviews progress, you know, there's a, there's a, you know what to expect. And it's, it's a comfortable kind of feeling.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, had they, had these guys done any podcasting before they started this one?
1: They haven't. They both have done a lot of speaking. Dana is my director of customer education. And so we certainly have her, you know, presenting classes and. You know doing webinars and all of that kind of thing same same for wayne you know he's uh you know experienced speaker and writer written books so uh they both have have been out in the in the public you know teaching and communicating but this platform was new for them Mm -hmm. okay but it certainly helps to have that
0: prior experience of speaking to people and presenting and so on so now if you were to go back and listen to you know episode one and then compare it to how the episodes go now how has it evolved? How is the, sh- how have the host and the show, you know, grown
1: over time? I think that they found a great balance on the fun part, you mm-hmm. know, is that they, they, you know, certainly have the information and, and all of that, but there's a comfort between the two of them that has just continued to develop. And that allows for personality to come out and allows for it to be a better listening experience. And frankly, the, they did great right out the gate. Both of them are very critical. They would not, they wouldn't agree with me, but part of the way it is when you're, when you're assessing your, your own performances, but I think that they've just gotten more comfortable. The rhythms got better. And so they're able to have more fun mm-hmm. with the Information as they go.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And I think, you know, when you stick with a podcast, as long as you guys have, that's bound to happen. If, yeah. it, if the, especially when you, you have the same host throughout and, they take it seriously and put work into it and like yeah. it it takes work and dedication to make it fun and to kind yeah. of get that ease of rhythm. It doesn't it, it doesn't just magically happen. Like you actually have to work at it.
1: Yep. Yeah, exactly. I mean there's there absolutely is pre-planning topic, mm-hmm. you know, key points, mapping that out. And you know, Wayne was passionate about this idea and he actually learned editing so that he could edit the podcast. And so, you know, it's something that that I think if the if if the people who are doing it have the passion for it and they're willing to invest the time and the energy, it, it just comes together. Yeah, and it
0: comes through in the final product, right? Yeah, really, yeah. the audience can pick up on that. Now, but it's, it doesn't come out of the blue, that's for sure. You know, yeah, it, right, absolutely. Not, if it isn't there, you'll know it. Now, from a marketing perspective, what kind of marketing value do you get from the podcast?
1: Yeah, you know, we we see it as as brand value, you know. So, again, you know, we agreed up front that this wouldn't be heavy-handed about WorthPoint. However, of course, you know, when they're talking about, you know, whatever the topic is, I, I think I mentioned earlier uh, rock concert t-shirts just because that's a fun one. But, you know, they'll point out, hey, you know, here's what you could do on WorthPoint. and Here's how you can figure out if it's, you know, this is really authentic. What the value is, and we'll talk about the tools that that we have at WorthPoint to help you do that. But we'll talk about other ways to do things too. You know, mm-hmm. um, including you know other price guides or ways to do things within eBay, if you will, or or other sites that don't include us. You know, because we want to be authentic with the with the content. So you know, we see it as a, as a brand builder. We don't have uh, you know subscriber ROIs attached to it or affiliate link. You know, we. We keep it, you know, pretty neutral, but, but clearly they, you know, are, are known to be uh, worth worthwhile employees. So you mm-hmm. know, we're certainly not trying to pull a fast one on anyone with it.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds like a nice balance. And I think that's important and actually is really important for the entertainment value because mm-hmm. it has to come across as authentic and yeah. not as like a commercial for the company.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause you know, people won't come back,
0: you know? Yeah. Well, no one wants to listen to that. Yeah. You know, like there's a reason why we skip past the commercials, you know, there's sort of a necessary evil on like, you know, old school TV and, and even in podcasts, you know, there's nothing wrong with them with a sponsor, but, you know, often people skip past because you just want to get to the, the good stuff. Right. So
1: I think, you know, as when you get to, you know, deeper into the number of episodes, and you've established some trust with your audience, and and you the only way to do that is to be authentic, right? Because you mm-hmm. only get one chance to to break that trust. Yeah. But as long as you hold true to to the values that you're that you want to bring to the podcast, and you know people, you know develop that comfort, then you can deliver messages that are from a sponsor or yeah, or you know have you know support something and do that in an authentic way. And I and I think we're all fine with hearing that. Yeah, so we hundred people are using and, and what, what's successful, what are good tools?
0: Yeah. hundred percent. Right. It's fine to talk about worth pointing the podcast when it makes sense, right. In an mm-hmm. organic way. And yeah, once you've built that trust with listeners, totally fine with that. Right. You, yeah. You'll, and, and people will even appreciate it as long as, as long as it's not the other way around.
1: Yes. Yeah. right, yeah. And, and, as, you know, and like I said, yeah, as long as they can go and find what they're looking for and, yep. and what you told them they would find when they get there. hundred so. percent. Okay. So, well,
0: awesome that you guys are doing so great with the podcast. Really love seeing that. So a couple of quick questions at the,
1: at the end here.
0: Sure. Number one, what's your main focus in Q1?
1: Yeah. So I mentioned that, you know, I was brought into, uh, to WorkPoint to actually build a marketing team. So when I started marketing was myself as the new person in Dana. And so that was marketing and fast forward a year and a half. And, I had a marketing analyst accept an offer over the weekend. Well, I gave it to him on Friday. I heard over the weekend, and we'll now be up to twelve people. Nice. So, uh, a product marketing team, a call it brand and partnership marketing team, and and analytics, and so building out the the team inside of WorthPoint, and then also building out our partnerships, whether that be agency partnerships, partnerships to help us with analytics and, and some other things. You know, the, the team is always bigger than the, the people you have inside. And so over the last year and a half, that's really what I've been focusing on is kind of pulling together the team, pulling together our resources, whether they're partner resources or or you know tools that, that we've added we you know just stood up a salesforce marketing cloud for example mm-hmm. um, and so now q1 is really when all of this is coming together for me so uh, i've spent a good amount of time setting the groundwork getting all of these things in place and you know my theme for for 2022 is to do marketing <laughs> you know <laughs> not to say the a, a more sophisticated fashion but you know, that includes standing up, you know, display media, doing more more CRM with our existing customer base, trying some prospecting emails. So it, continuing to grow our, our social media footprint. So, you know, things that, that, you know, are and sound like blocking and tackling, but it's all new stuff for us at WorkPoint. And mm-hmm. to me, that's that's what's exciting. And, and that's the way that I've tried to direct my career is I spent, you know, 15 plus years with, with very large organizations um, learned a lot from that. And now I'm trying to turn that knowledge to, to smaller orgs Mm -hmm. that are growing and hopefully, you know, pull out the stuff that wasn't good about being uh, with a, with a big company and and bring forward, you know, the good stuff, as I call Mm -hmm. it, and and then help, help, you know, to continue to grow the company. Yeah, that's great. You know, it's, I've, quantitatively driven, so I'm excited to, to see the results. So yeah, so my priorities are stand up acquisition media, really settle in the marketing team and focus on some big strategic partnerships that we've just started to develop here. Okay, B- awesome
0: yeah. goals for Q1, for sure. Yeah. Uh, next question, so what are the top three KPIs that your boss pays most attention to?
1: Yes, okay, that's a great question. Uh, he pays attention to revenue, subscribers. And I wanted to say, I want to say revenue and subscribers again, uh, but actually <laughs> new subscribers and mm-hmm. as CEO, that's really what he should be looking at. Yeah. At this point, you know, if we get the brand, right. If we get messaging, right. If we've got, you know, our tools and tactics, right. They will all result in, in those top level goals. And I'm, I, I appreciate that because it gives me a lot of room, you know, leading marketing for the company to figure out, you know, what our marketing KPIs are. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a business and, you know, gaining subscribers, subscriber revenue, you know, that that's really why we're here. Yeah. Um, although I'll tell you that our, our CEO and, and founder, Will Seiple, has been passionate about the collectibles and antique space his entire life. He spent, you know, the first half of his career, I think, till age 50 working for larger organizations and, in, in you know, some significant leadership roles. And he started WorthPoint because he saw a need, a need where his hobby was, which mm-hmm. was collecting, buying and selling collectibles and antiques. And he wanted to democratize pricing information. And so that was really the origin of the company. So although I you know, talk about revenue and so on. He built this company because it's a passion. This, this mm-hmm. domain is a, is a passion of his, but at the same time, we're running a, a growing business. And so sure. you know, I, I want to make sure I'm being fair to Will, you know, with, with my comments there, because he yes. really, does, you know, he wants us to build the best possible customer experience, you know, either long-term in the space or, or people that are newly entering the space, you know, this, this, you know, circular economy and, and this kind of yeah. side gig economy, we're, we're here to support that, you know, mm-hmm. and help people who are trying to do something on the side, whether it's because it's a passion or because they're trying to get a, another personal revenue stream going for themselves. You know, we want to be there to help them. Yeah, this is definitely the time to be
0: there. Right? Yeah. More and more and more people getting into that. So that's really cool. So final question, and, you know, you might have already answered it. Uh, yeah. What do you and your team hope to accomplish this year? And yeah. I said you might have already answered it because you you, know, you just <laughs> said do marketing. You know, do that's 2022.
1: I want to be your most sophisticated guest and say, do marketing. That <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Yes, yeah, so let's just make that happen. Push the marketing button. Uh, <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I think I covered these, but it's worth saying again, is is standing up the team, standing up the team to, to do marketing, I'll say that again, but also when you're pulling together a team of people, you know, bringing everybody together and creating a cohesive team, just like, Dana and Wayne becoming a cohesive team, you know, on the podcast, I need to do that for the whole marketing team, right? Yeah. And so that we get a rhythm as a team and we understand each other. And then I'm also passionate about trying to make it a place where you have fun at work too. Mm-hmm. We all too much time together, you know, for it not to be a fun place to be.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, I think especially these days when it's hard to find good people, hard to keep them, everyone's moving around different jobs. Yeah, if it's if people aren't having fun at, at work or some or at least something like that, they, they might not stay.
1: Yeah, they won't. You know, and I, I think just building building a positive, supportive, fun culture is also something I'm as passionate about that as I am mm-hmm. about marketing, mm-hmm. uh, because you 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 see the benefits of that. And and plus it's just it feels good, <laughs> you know? And I think it
0: comes through in, in what you produce marketing wise too. If, if yeah. people are enjoying it and having fun and then the, the marketing, the content's going to reflect that
1: it does. And, and, you know, and, and brands are built both in terms of, you know, the marketing that you put out in, in the marketplace, but also the voice and reputation that happens organically yeah. as people come and go and, and, and do different things. So you're right. It, it's happy people, do better, you know, and, and the information gets out in the marketplace too. Hey, that I hear that's a great place to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, Scott, thanks for a great conversation. Sounds like you guys have a lot of awesome stuff going on. Very exciting and that you're poised to have a great 2022. So thanks for your time and for sharing your story. Oh, thank you. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe.